Welcome back to Respect the Dead, the podcast where we don't. It's no surprise that everyone celebrated your demise. And now, worms are eating your eyes. So don't you worry, rotting head, as you sleep in your sodden bed. It's time to respect the dead. Um, welcome back to Respect the Dead, the podcast where we don't, I think. Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> yes, that's, you say your name. Oh, right. <laughs> you already did that part. Right. I'm Caleb Corncob. <laughs> I'm Hoots. And I'm mainly Mandy. Editing Kalen fixed that, maybe. Um, okay, so editing Kalen here. No. We are going back to the year 218. Ooh, so long ago. Ooh. Which is so far away that... I cannot pronounce any of the words. <laughs> this old timey English. <laughs> it's too old timey. Yeah, it's before we sorted out sound. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bunch of like political shit I don't understand going on at the time, but basically there's an empress named Caracalla who is assassinated and replaced by some dude named Marcus. <laughs> some dude named Marcus. Not fucking Marcus. And then someone named Julia started a revolt. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Marcus. He was assassinated. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. He was replaced by somebody named Marcus. Someone named Julia started a revolt to have her eldest grandkid declared empress. So that's that's where we are now. Okay. We're at this empress. <laughs> Sorry, I want to take Kaylin Conrad's history class where it's like, and then some guy named George, like, I guess took over. <laughs> Not sure. But then he was stabbed by some, is it Mark? <laughs> some guy named Mark. <laughs> some guy named George I.I. <laughs> George I.I. But then there was, there was Charles <sighs> I.V. <laughs> I like an IV after I've had too much to drink. Well, whether you like it or not, you need it. And honestly, like I do not I do not know if we're going to be able <laughs> to handle how unhinged this episode is with how unhinged we are right we now. We are. All right, I'll behave. I'll behave. <laughs> oh no, they're like we will not be able to handle this. I, I make no promises. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about an empress who at this point is barely 14 years old and... Oh, she's slurring already. ...is a trans girl... Ooh, pioneer. ...named Elagabalus. And I'm definitely saying that wrong. Elagabalus. Yes. I love it. Do you know her? No. Gesundheit? Not, like, personally, but, like... <laughs> the, no, but the name is uh, is unhinged. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call her Ella because I'm not gonna try and say that every mm. single time. So yeah. we're going by Ella. What what country are we in? I don't know. Are we in a country? Well, I would assume if you're the Empress, <laughs> you probably have some kind of dominion. What, what is it nowadays? Yeah, what is she the Empress of? <laughs> the Empress of socks? Like what? <laughs> okay, so I'm pretty sure Marcus was Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> some guy named Marcus. So, so like rome i guess the roman empire yeah okay okay, okay. thank you i needed like a little more context for where we were some dude named marcus, some dude named marcus. Uh, so i guess jesus was <laughs> jesus christ 
Okay, so <laughs> I only cared about the fact that she was like literally so unhinged and trans. Um, this is one of those episodes where, because it was so long ago, we're allowed to stand. Yes. And I absolutely stand. She was a sicko freak, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she developed a reputation among her contemporaries for extreme eccentricity, decadence, and zealotry. Like, Love it. Like full on cult leader mama obsessed. She's just like me for real, for real. <laughs> like, like as an empress, her vibe was like rewriting history, reinventing stories about like pre-existing gods, making up new gods and just like adding them into the pantheon. Just mix it up a little bit, you know, it's just, yeah. We're just going to do this today. Yeah. Like, how about how about we do this this way now? It's sort of like Elon Musk with Twitter, just like <laughs> literally throwing shit at the wall. Was everybody right. reacting the same way where they're like, how about not? No. Yeah. OK, nobody. I'm not paying eight dollars to worship a new God. <laughs> literally, <laughs> everybody hated her. And it is my favorite thing. <laughs> Everyone that writes about her gives her like the worst representation the worst reputation for example um she was described as having abandoned herself to the grossest pleasures and ungoverned fury hell yeah i want some gross pleasures you <laughs> know right it's like so iconic <laughs> and ungoverned yeah. fury yes <laughs> what is your gross pleasure mine is like drinking straight pickle juice i love pickle juice oh oh that's sick <laughs> yeah it makes you shit too <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i didn't agree to say anything you're on your own <laughs> i think you know what mine is yeah oh. it's fucking filthy mandy's holding a bottle of of fireball and just like drinking it from the nipple right now i just been drinking it straight <laughs> like mother's milk it, it it tastes good i don't care <laughs> oh, nar. vinegar mandy sucking a sucking that i drank it straight out of the witch's teeth <laughs> the fireball out of her witch's teeth that's all the devil needed to get me <laughs> just be like hey this teat has fireball in it. i'm like oh sweet i eat cheap grocery store bagels untoasted uncut with nothing on them like donuts oh that's so good though i love doing that it's just a ring of bread carbs <laughs> delicious carbs i like my bread and rings <laughs> so according to some historians uh she was branded in history above all others because of her unspeakably disgusting life <laughs> <laughs> unspeakably disgusting i hope that's on her gravestone now like yes unspeakable, unspeakably disgusting, disgusting if they let me back on twitter that's gonna be my bio <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> branded in history above all others because of her unspeakably disgusting life that's, that's such a beautiful line i love we it we stand a rat queen right? <laughs> yes like most of her crimes and atrocities like <laughs> fall almost entirely under the category of like fucking with gender um, and like cultural and religious oh, norms. No. Okay. So it was just transphobia. <laughs> they were like, ew, gross. Well, but yeah, but she did. Okay. <laughs> just, okay. A lot of it is like ill gross. And a lot of it is like, did she just kill that man? Um, because he like, told her to like pipe down or something like, i stand a girl she, boss that sounds based <laughs> i know exactly one of her crew once pressured her to live a less like wild and sexy life so she just ganked him 
She's like in front of everybody. She's like straight up fucking murdered him. She murked him. Yeah. I love this wow. bitch. <laughs> wow. Feminist icon. As is her right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like as an empress, number one. Right. Yeah. Literally as an empress. That is her right. Someone telling me like, hey, can you just like calm down a little bit and be like, no, I need to do like the most insane thing I can think of right Absolutely. now, which is to kill you. <laughs> oh, calm down. You want me to calm down? I'll show you calm. <laughs> Stab. Stab. What an icon. So her mom was like a stage mom, basically. Basically, like and her, her, like her mother and her grandmother, like because they also received power as like I guess like the queen regents or whatever empress regents, um, whatever they called it, in order to like secure their own power, they had to secure her power. So they started um, like pushing her into all of the actual like religious practices like <laughs> getting a painting of her in like gorgeous priestly robes sent to rome and hung over a statue of the goddess victoria in the senate house so like whenever they made offerings they now had to make offerings to ella as well <laughs> which like she's not a goddess <laughs> it would sort of be like if trump decided that every church had to have like a photo of him hung above oh, the statue no. of jesus <laughs> I absolutely I'm like oh no I am standing her like Chris Jenner mother <laughs> like, the devil works hard but Chris Jenner works harder oh absolutely you now have to worship my daughter <laughs> so she rolls into Rome gives all of her friends and fuck buddies the best jobs highest positions of power and then immediately tank the economy doing a bunch of stuff involving silver i tried to research but then realized i didn't care about i mean i would too <laughs> yeah no like every single thing she did pretty much i'm like no yeah that seems fair i would yeah like show up to rome give all my besties and like all my fuck buddies titles and jobs yeah the best jobs and then just destroy the economy <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of the detail. It's also like, oh, you gave me real good head. Yeah, you you get to come over here too. You get a job. Yeah. Job. Now, now you're the minister Rome. of finance. Yeah. Now you yeah. now you do the <laughs> Um, okay. So she tried to have her lover, the charioteer Heracles, declared Caesar. While another alleged lover, the athlete Aurelius Zodicus was appointed to the non-administrative but influential position of master of the chamber. And some still so assert So he cleared her that- shit? Does that mean he cleared her yeah. shit? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a power play. Like being like, okay, you <laughs> boyfriend, you're going to be the master of uh, transportation and you other boyfriend, you're going to clean up my shit. <laughs> Not master of transportation, <laughs> a.k.a. the charioteer. The charioteer. <laughs> <laughs> Some historians still assert that she was in the habit of appointing ministers like their their station based on the length of their penises. I love that. <laughs> she, I'm sorry, but I love her. She ranks them. She ranks them <laughs> and she like winks at all her girlfriends. Like not her posting the like he's ninth in the line. ranking, like those Twitter like tiers. Like, oh, he's S tier, so he gets the really good. That's some S tier dick. <laughs> S tier day. So her mother and her grandmother got titles and they got to be on like coins and inscriptions, which was something that was like a rare honor for Roman women. And given like all of this 
publicity and all of the forced religious fervor that she was like hoping people would have like she really wanted to be stan Mm -hmm. like she was trying to be like an influencer you know yeah Yeah. she wanted to be a goddess yeah and she wanted people to talk about her like she was kind of a shit poster i think Mm -hmm. because she would start doing like she was fucking around with the religion like marrying gods to other gods (laughs) like mashing some of them together she was writing fan fiction yeah Yeah, she, she was, was shipping. shipping. <laughs> and I'm going to have Zeus marry um, Aphrodite. Yeah. And just like with two little dolls. <laughs> yeah. Just like mushing their faces together. Like kiss, <laughs> kiss. You know, she would have been a fucking menace on Tumblr. Oh, absolutely. Oh she would have ruled Tumblr with an iron <laughs> fist. Um, yeah, <laughs> did all that with the gods, but then, like, basically, all of it was in service of putting herself at the top. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's marry these ones off. Let's change what these ones are in charge of. Let's like remove these people from like like having like certain Im- important like mythos about them, and then like I think possibly mm-hmm. like ascribing those tales to her. <laughs> but like everybody knew, like everybody already knew the stories. So it's like you need to wait a couple generations before people actually believe them. But everyone was like, mm, oh yeah, Elagabalova did this. <laughs> well, believe it, or I'll fucking run you through with my sword. I've done it before. I've done it for less. <laughs> oh, do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> so in order to become the high priest of her new religion, um, she had to be circumcised. So she forced all the senators to watch while she danced around the altar of her new god to the accompaniment of drums and cymbals like whoa she was like yes let's do this you want to force me to get circumcised let's do this bleeding from her circumcision oh my god damn that's metal as like a routine that's metal (laughs) that's performance art i love it yes no i'm like oh my god that's incredible like she is a murderer she was like royalty and like those two things make her bad enough to be on this podcast, but like also, <laughs> also, also, we kind of stand her like iconic as fuck. <laughs> I've stand worse. Uh, yeah, actually, we have on this very podcast. In fact, on this very podcast, yeah. I will not apologize for standing Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, if Vlad the Impaler is a queer icon, like, then this fucking trans empress oh, definitely She actually is. is a queer icon. Yeah. She's literally like, a queer icon. <laughs> not in the way that we usually use it. This is not head canon. Yeah. This, is, this is just fact. This is earth canon. <laughs> yeah. So, earth canon. <laughs> each summer solstice, she has a little festival dedicated to her gods, um, which became soups popular because there was like, just tons of free food and shit. People totes be starving. And like, even if it's like a weird cult party, people will show up if there's free food, especially. Oh, yeah. like... <laughs> and during this festival, she would ride on a chariot adorned with gold and jewels. And here's a passage that I found. A six horse chariot carried the divinity, the horse is huge and flawlessly white with expensive gold fittings and rich ornaments. No one held the reins and no one rode in the chariot. The vehicle was escorted as if the god himself were the charioteer. Elagabalus ran backward in front of the chariot, facing the god and holding the horse's reins. She made the whole journey in this reverse fashion, looking up to the face of her god. Why though? <laughs> She was okay. I don't. I don't want to like use a naughty word, but she was insane. <laughs> like, She's fucking crazy. 
running back. This is unhinged behavior. Why okay, though? This is what I said. <laughs> She's so much more unhinged than we are. I was like, our unhinged energy matched to this unhinged energy. This like- fucking raccoon empress. <laughs> this trash panda of an empress. I love it. <laughs> like running backwards. So she was also a bicon. Okay. She married and divorced five women at the same time. And- <laughs> no, no. That was very impressive. Maybe. And she also married a descendant of Marcus Aurelius um, and also the widow of a man she had recently executed. She was like, oh, so so sorry to hear about your husband. Oh, baby, I'm so sorry. So what are you doing? She like, still weekends. has blood on her knife. Um, <laughs> do you want to go get some coffee? What are you doing this summer solstice? You want to come run backwards with me? Yeah. <laughs> you want to go yeah. get some like you, you have- ancient fantasy coffee? <laughs> So she had five wives, um, but then she also had two husbands, mm-hmm. Zodokus, an athlete from Smyrna. Smyrna? Smyrna. She Smyrna. loves athletes. <laughs> Charioteers, runners, like... Himbos. And Cassius Dio reported that Elagabalus would paint her eyes, remove her body hair, and wear wigs to go out and slut it up in taverns. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And oh my God. You know, those parties were so good. Oh, absolutely. Let's go to Vegas with Ella. But she would also charge. Like, as the empress, she would still go out and do sex work. (laughs) Because she just thought it was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Here's here's another quote. Finally, she set aside a room in the palace and there committed her indecencies, always standing nude at the door of the room, as the harlots do, and shaking the curtain which hung from gold rings, while in a soft and melting voice, she solicited the passerby. Come here, boys! (laughs) She's shaking the curtain. I love love this bitch. Like, she's like, I want it it to look like there's a breeze blowing through the curtain, so I'm just going to take it. (laughs) Not her trying to Celine on her curtain. (laughs) Someone's like releasing white doves occasionally to fly behind her. Like people walking by and she's like, there's nights when the wind was so cold. (laughs) And then just like, you hear like the curtain rings rattling at the top. (laughs) Hear that like piano playing underneath. Yeah. Yeah. So like Rachmaninoff. (laughs) (laughs) But then they would come in and then they would fuck and then she would be like, okay, now pay me. And then after they had sex, would leave and go around telling everyone and be like, oh, my God, I just had sex with like the hottest people. I made like the most money. (laughs) Everyone was like she constantly bragged like people expected her to like not talk about it and like keep it a secret. Like, you know, a little hush hush. But she would just be like walking down the street, be like, gonna go fuck at the fucking whorehouse. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Like. I'm going to get fucking railed. <laughs> I love you. And she's back. like, hey, did you know that uh, Marcus, what's his name, is really into being peed on? Yeah, I know that. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just going around telling everyone that they're cute. Bye, bitch. Uh, I'm about to get my pink, pink hole filled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. In 220, she sent out the 220 version of a mass text saying, any doctor, any bitch that can give me a vagina will have all the riches of Rome. <gasps> and she spread this message far and wide and was like, my kingdom for you. My kingdom for a pussy. <laughs> my kingdom for a pussy. My kingdom for a pussy. My kingdom for a pussy. For a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, 
there was did somebody give her a pussy in roman days okay so <laughs> for context there were trans people then there it was tolerated and occasionally respected mm-hmm. um when it was practiced by air quotes male-born priestesses of um some specific goddess like there was there was like a precedent for this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's like an amab trans religion yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dope and these women would celebrate tarobolium, um, which originally meant castration of the bull, but it was a castration ceremony where someone formally defined as male would lose their genitalia, bleed like in menstruation or childbirth, like symbolically. Yeah. And then subsequently wear women's clothing and go by female names for the rest of their life. Oh, that's cool. So like okay. you were not you were not, it was not like proper, like you were you were not you were not getting like an actual like constructed vagina. Right. You were just, but there is like an operation. There is like a a symbolic process. And then um, you are treated differently in society. You have like Mm -hmm. a a specific role. Um, But obviously like Rome was huge and there was a lot of different practices and Mm -hmm. there was different like sex worshiping under different gods. And like um, that doesn't necessarily mean that like, things were good <laughs> right yeah. or you could just be like a random trans person like you still had to be related to you had to like have like a social cast yeah. yeah yeah and it sounds like it was mostly for like amab trans people it doesn't really seem like there was yeah it was it was specifically AMAB. only amab trans yeah. people yeah yeah um so by 20 no i'm keep saying 2021 my god <laughs> this feels so weird by 221 <laughs> her eccentricities particularly her relationship with heracles uh increasingly provoked the soldiers of the uh, i think it's praetorian uh, yeah praetorian praetorian i think so right? yeah praetorian yeah. you got it the praetorian guard she she pissed off the court basically they mm-hmm. were like so mm-hmm. sick of her fucking shit like she was supposed to be like leading the empire and she was like pussy please and like ringing bells outside of the castle <laughs> and like going and like sledding it up and shaking curtains when they walk past they were like fuck <laughs> this bitch so hard and they were like heracles used to be our best charioteer and now he's just simping for this bitch <laughs> <laughs> so her grandma uh was noticing that support was waning so she decide decide she decided that she and ella's mother they had to replace them like this was not working they needed somebody who was like actually going to be able to rule so as alternative she turned to her other daughter and her daughter's son the 15 year old severus alexander so she arranged that boy be given the title of caesar sort of like slowly pushing her out like Mm. get get him into a position of power get him recognized and then when the coup starts they have someone like already in place that they're like oh well this guy seems a lot more reasonable and less gay (laughs) Um, that's gay so (laughs) when obviously when our girl found out about this she realized like hey i'm being replaced i know what being replaced looks like Mm -hmm. so she hatched a plan to assassinate him i was about to say our girl has no chill she's not gonna let this die absolutely the fuck not she's not gonna absolutely the fuck whatever Oh, oh, she, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. She broke a ball over the side of you, the, a chair. <laughs> was like, I'm ready. 
you want to you want to replace me? Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I I didn't realize that I was behaving in a way that you didn't approve of. I thought that maybe we might <laughs> running through a sword, like, chopping off heads. <laughs> like one hundred percent, like bloodbath. And 100% she's doing it in the way that Hoots is is gesturing right now, which is just like arm flailing. Yeah, stab, 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 stab. Yeah, it's not really stabbing in like a... Like the fucking pre- Tasmanian devil. <laughs> I was thinking very like Count Dooku. <laughs> a bunch of limbs going. Um, so I just sent a photo of, of her. She's oh, on yes. the left laying on a table like lounging and everyone's having like a Ooh. a little a oh little my god party. i love her aesthetic she's so cute she's really I want know. petals I everywhere flowers. yeah i want those it's just petals. really good vibes i know there's so many <laughs> great vibes uh ethereal really into it. Uh, fairy it. bitch like fairy princess yeah. mm-hmm. uh, i want to live her life <laughs> so she hatches a plan to assassinate this Severus. Um, and when that didn't work, she decided to hatch a plan to assassinate him. <laughs> she like, <laughs> would, like would not stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, plan B, I'll assassinate him. I love the idea. Like, well, that yeah. failed. Let's do it again. <laughs> and when that didn't work, she tried again. <laughs> Eventually, try and try again. And this is Event- honestly, this is why she was born to lead. She is persistent. <laughs> yes, absolutely. She's brave. She's a. She's brave. She's a brave. She's a girl boss. So. <laughs> so she eventually was like okay well this is not working i'm not good at this mm-hmm. so she stripped her cousin of his titles revoked his consulship and told everyone he was like tote sick and dying to like test the waters to see how people would react if they would buy it mm-hmm. um, like locking him in his room and be like oh he felt super ill and he can't come to court today <laughs> don't worry about the armed guards outside of his room that's to protect all of you from him and his sickness yeah um so it didn't go well and a riot ensued and the Praetorian Guard demanded to see him. She complied and on March 11th, 222, she publicly presented the cousin along with her mother. And on their arrival, the soldiers started cheering Alexander like, like, yeah, he's here. Uh, not good because she has like literally nobody following her mm-hmm. except for her mother, I guess now at this point. So she flips out and orders the summary arrest and execution of anyone who had not stand her hard enough. <laughs> I was about to say, fucking cut their tongues out for even speaking his name, sweetie. Yes, but she's ordering this of the guard that hates her. Go, Ella. Yeah, they're going to do it. <laughs> so she's like, kill them, kill them all. And the guards are like, um, how about we kill you all? Yeah. So she flees. No. And would have gotten away somewhere by being placed in a chest. This is this was the plan. She was going to fold herself up, put her in a box, and have herself shipped out of Rome. <laughs> it's very Cleopatra. It's very Cleopatra, like rolling herself up in a rug. Yes, right. Yeah, I love it. And just as likely, but they did find her and kill her like extra for trying to peace out. Oh, R.I.P. to a real one. I know to the realest one. I'm just imagining them like coming up to the box and being like. Are you in there? And she's just like, no. no. <laughs> and then they just stabbed it a bunch no. of No, who said that? Who said that? 
<laughs> no, go away. Who said that? <laughs> shut up. No, you shut up. Shh. <laughs> gonna hear us. Still hear us? Like who's in there? It's like I don't know. How big's your fucking dick? <laughs> are you are you the S tier dick? No, then go away. <laughs> it's like depending on your dick, I will make you fucking emperor if you let me go right now. But not but not if you're not working with something I can work with. Yeah. Okay, so her mother who uh, embraced her with her death, clung, like jumped on her and clung on to her, um, and both of their heads were cut off. Oh, after being stripped naked and dragged all over the city, and then apparently the mother's body was cast aside somewhere or other, and Ella's was thrown into a river, which is like kind of harsh. No, but like yeah, super unnecessary. Uh, following her assassination, um, everyone that she knew was like killed or deposed including all those big dicks yeah all that s tier dick no wonder they got obsessed with tiny dicks for a while yeah this is what they did this to they did it to heracles and we know he was hot as fuck he was a himbo like absolutely if he if you're fucking commanding a chariot like he was swanging you absolutely know (laughs) his like little like fucking roman skirt needed to be like floor didn't cover cover it yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's still dragging on the ground i bet he had those really nice what do they call those those like really nice side oh the obliques obliques. like i bet he had some yeah because they were really that was really the thing the cum gutters gutters. (laughs) anyone that calls them cum gutters is a cum gutter <laughs> glug glug glug. <laughs> By which I mean I will now forever call them cum gutters. <laughs> Anyways, she died. Girl bossery ended. Women were barred again from being part of the Senate because what the fuck? Um, and the pro the process of damnatio memori, erasing the public record of a disgraced uh, person of note, was systematically applied in her case. And the only reason we know anything about her is because uh, people that really fucking hated her refused to let her die because they wanted to talk about how fucked up and ridiculous and deviant she was for the rest of eternity. They just... They kept talking about how real she was. And because of people like that, we still have queer history. Yes. She was so real for all of that. I stand her. I love the idea of hating someone so much. You keep their memory alive. You immortalize them. <laughs> yes. Because you're like, no, no, no. I need you to understand who this bitch was so I can bitch about her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pinnacle of rent free. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Rent free in everyone's mind. In, in the annals of history. Like, <laughs> well, uh, I stand her. Her unspeakably disgusting life mm. she had abandoned herself to the grossest pleasures and ungoverned fury grossest pleasures <laughs> like oh. yes grossest pleasures i hope that's said at my funeral yes my gross pleasures Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Respect the Dead. You can follow Respect the Dead on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Respect the Dead. If you want to follow us individually, you can find our socials in the show notes. And you should check out our YouTube channels. We don't shit on dead people there as often, but still, we're making tons of cool stuff. If you enjoyed Respect the Dead and would like to support us, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. If you leave us a review, we can read it out on the podcast. Here's one such review. Special Kind of Nerd wrote... 
This podcast explores the vile deeds of people we can all be glad are no longer inflicting themselves on the world. And the hosts are three of my favorite YouTubers. Get ready to clutch your pearls. And that was a five-star review titled Delightfully Irreverent. You're right, special kind of nerd. You're right. Reviews are the best way for new listeners to discover the show. Give us at least five stars and then share us with a good friend who likes venting about dead people. You can also give us some money over on our Patreon. Patreon supporters get some cool bonus content like bloopers from the cutting room floor and even coming up with a fake sponsor ad that we'll read in an episode. It has to be a fake business, though, not your MLM, honey. Thanks so much for listening. Join us every Monday for our next Worm Feast. I'm Kellen Conrad. I'm Ailey Mandy. And I'm Hoots. Bye. 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 Bye.